I'm going to assume you clapped. I did. <laughs> yep. Discord is doing the thing again. Yeah. Because you didn't hear my clapping, did you? I, I did not. Okay. Alrighty. Hey. Hello, everyone out there. This is the PlayStation Report. You're listening to episode 276. I'm Frank, and joining me this week is Tyler. Tyler. What's up, my dude? Oh, not much. Just living. How about you? Oh, a little bit of the same. A little bit of the same. Uh, just taking care of all my plants. Uh, I have a lot of plants on my patio now. Uh, <laughs> I saw. Yeah. Uh, got a tomato plant today. I got some pepper plants that are actually starting to flower. So I might have peppers here in the next month. Cool. It's... It's exciting. Um, yeah, just gonna just gonna have a hot pepper summer. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I'm gonna sweat my ass off. Yeah, hot pepper summer. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we dug up some fucking lilies uh, on one side of our house because we have uh, we're getting a a mini split system put in in a few weeks. Whenever mm-hmm. this dude can get the equipment, so. We won't have our big window air conditioning units anymore, which will be fucking awesome. So, in order to do that, we have to rip out this one other bush, and we're going to relocate it. So, we ripped out a bunch of lilies on one side of our house, because we have 25,000 of them. So, if you want some free lilies, they're they're just on, on our sidewalk. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, I'll hurry over there right after we record this. <laughs> yeah, there's like three of them. So... There was more, but yeah. yeah. Plants. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're recording this on a Saturday, uh, so no racing to talk about. Uh, I guess. No. I mean, no, I, don't, really. I, don't, I don't. I don't feel a need to do a recap of all like the IndyCar, NASCAR, all that stuff. But F1 is where it's at for us. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I mean, there there is a unless, lot of... unless Rome, unless Roman Grosjean does something great in IndyCar. That's that's <laughs> kind of the only reason I'm paying attention to IndyCar this season. Yeah, yeah. There there is uh there is a lot of racing on tomorrow. Like F one's on in the morning, and then that pretty much rolls right into IndyCar almost because yeah. I think that's on at like twelve forty five or something, which then rolls yeah. into a NASCAR race. NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of racing tomorrow if you're, you're a fan of that stuff. Hopefully they will be entertaining. De- and hopefully the F1 race is entertaining. Yeah. I guess the IndyCar news that is uh, notable is Grosjean's going to do an, do an oval later this year. Oh, is he? I didn't hear that. Yeah, I think it's uh, the Gateway. I forget mm. how long that race is. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna d- try an oval. Cool. Yeah, that'll be cool. Be interesting to see. Imagine if he wins an Indy 500. <laughs> oh man, that'd be fucking awesome. That'd after really like awesome. after suffering at Haas for so many years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and actually too, I think um, Kevin Magnuson's racing tomorrow too. Yeah, um, I yeah, think he's he replacing. Yeah, he's replacing uh, Renus VK, who hurt himself, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Watch them two go at it. Yeah, former teammate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now all we need is get uh, Nico Hulkenberg. In a, in a series. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. 
That'd be really cool. Yeah. In a series uh, that they could actually compete in. Yeah. Yeah. You're a little fucked in F1. The, like, they probably look at that Haas car this year and go, fuck yeah, we got out at the right time. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> goddamn. All right, well, that's enough about race cars. Let's talk about video games. Uh, Tyler, I have very disappointing news. I have not played all that much this week. So, Tyler, what games have you been playing? Um, not a lot. Uh, just a lot of one game. Um, I finished Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, and that game is amazing from start to finish um it it really i just feel like refines the ratchet formula in so many awesome ways um and it's not like a revolution i feel for ratchet or for video games really but it is just a really really solid game and and i i just found myself completely in love with it every single time that I played it um I don't forget what my hour count was but it is a little bit on the on the shorter side but it's a a really well-made experience though like I felt like it didn't um drag on or anything like that it it wasn't unnecessarily padded and it totally could have been you know when you're playing as ratchet and using you know, all these weapons and upgrading them and, all, and leveling them up, all that stuff. Um, those transition over to Rivet as well. So, like, they could have totally padded the game out in certain ways like that, um, but they didn't. And and it's a, it's just a really tight experience and, and just some absolutely jaw-dropping visuals at times awesome cutscenes, awesome like cinematic sort of moments where you might not really be in control really but it's just it's fun and it's fun to watch and it's interesting and I loved exploring every nook and cranny of every planet I I have nearly platinum this game already it's a pretty easy platinum though so I'll say that but um, I don't have too much else left in this game to do I did pretty much all the side quests, uh, all the arena stuff. I have almost all the weapons. Like they're almost all upgraded <laughs> as high as they can go. It's um, it's a really great game, and and I I loved it from from start to finish, man. I, I can't I I can't wait for you to get a PS5 to play this game someday because you will you will absolutely love it. Um, it does some great stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I. Yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll like it a lot, but, like, I mean, it seems like Sony just doesn't want to sell me a PS5 because they did another one of those PS Direct queues while, like, that started while I was at work, mm-hmm. so, uh... Right. They always choose, the, like, the exact... They always choose the same hours to, to start those things, and, like, I I just can't. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> get in the queue because I'm at mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Oh. Maybe if I had a different job and worked different hours, that that quarter. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe that'll happen. <laughs> I guess. Maybe. So, so yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm kind of in your situation a little bit. I know I work a little bit more favorable hours for this stuff, but 
this past week I've been searching for a Series X and have had no luck. Now, there there has been like two restocks this week at two different websites and they were like incredibly brief. So, yeah, these consoles just hard to find still. Um, I managed to get my Xbox direct from uh, Microsoft themselves. Yeah. From their okay. Store. Yeah, I've been I've been checking checking out that website pretty much every day, and a couple other places that just kind of have a like a link compilation sort of thing of like here's all the different websites and and here you know as of this time there's no no restock. I, I've saved like Wario sixty four's Twitter page. Too on my on my phone, um, just because he's always tweeting out links all the time. So yeah, we'll see. But, but yeah, Ratchet, it's it's awesome. I, I will say that there there are a, a few things about the game though that I just towards the end of it I didn't like as much. Like not spoiling really what they are, but the clank sections are not fun really at all. They're they're more puzzle based, but they're just. I just found them, especially towards the end of the game, when when they made the puzzles like even more complicated. I just found that it kind of ruined the flow of the game because the story's really ramping up, the action's really good, and it just kind of got in the way. It's kind of like in Spider-Man 2018 when all this awesome stuff was happening, and then you'd go to Doc Ock's lab and you'd have to fucking do all these fucking dumb puzzles like. And it just kind of, it isn't fun, really. Um, so the, that sort of stuff wasn't really the greatest towards the end of the game, um, just because I felt like it kind of got in the way. Um, and then sometimes I found kind of just getting around on a couple of the planets to be really fucking complicated. And maybe I was just being a dumbass, but... but one of the planets early earlier in the game, you go to it, you do a bunch of stuff there, and then later you have to come back to it, and there's a couple other areas, new areas that you're going through. And then what I wanted to do is I knew I, I felt like I was getting towards the end of the game. I'm like, I have a side quest here. I'm going to clean that up. I'm going to do a bunch of other stuff here before I move on. And I just needed to get to this one platform. And I, for the life of me, could not figure out. I was on a little speedle bugs, like driving around everywhere and I just could not figure out how to get back on this platform and, and there really wasn't there's not really like fast travel really like there's there's warp points but you have to actually go to them so uh, there's a couple spots like that where travel was kind of weird or getting stuck on things sometimes like there's this one situation where I literally got stuck in a corner and I could not get out and luckily the game, it's almost like Insomniac knew this sort of thing would happen. So the game just kind of knew what happened in a way. And after like 10 seconds, it just literally just reset me. Like I didn't even do anything really. I didn't die. It just reset me. And I'm like, okay, that's that's fine, I guess. But uh, just a couple weird things like that. But I think for the most part, it is it is a very tight experience. And, and I... Uh, enjoyed it i'm gonna clean everything up and get the platinum on this one just because i'm so close great yeah, yeah i mean yeah that's 
I think I, I, I have Platinums in a couple of Ratchet and Clank games. Actually. Yeah. Like, I thought the, you the, did the whole original trilogy on PS3. I I did. Yeah, I did, I did the original trilogy. I, I can't remember if I did uh, Into the Nexus. Yeah, you might have. Quest for Booty. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I quite got a crack in time supply. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like they're not, they're typically not that hard to get. I mean, no. These are, in like, in some respects, these are like, children's games. Kind, kind of, of, yeah. Like, so. So yeah, they they aren't they aren't terribly difficult, and uh, yeah, I I, yeah, it's it's one of those games that I I just can't wait to just sit down for a weekend and just. Relive some old memories yeah. with Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a weekend game for sure, and you know, yes, it's seventy dollars, but I think just that experience is so just top to bottom, really good for the most part. Like the complaints that I talked about aren't like that big to me. Like they're just kind of some things that I felt like got in the way, and uh, but and and it was kind of rare. Basically, like like the clank sections aren't uh, frequent. Basically, you're not doing them all the time. Like like in old Ratchet games where you you had like certain tools, and then you have this little mini game that you would have to do like all the time on to open doors or something like that. Like it it doesn't happen a lot. It's just you know they're just not the most fun parts of the game. So yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've I've played. Um, over the past week, I just kind of devoured this game. So, what about you? Well, everyone knows the video game I play. It's Final Fantasy XIV. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes I just log into Final Fantasy fourteen, go to one of the populated cities just to feel like a real human person once in a while. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I I'm doing all kinds of things and that game it's like it, it's old news like I'm, tr- I'm trying different classes and all, all that kind of stuff it's it, it's the game that I'm going to play for the rest of my life I guess I, I think that I think that's it or at least until they shut the servers mm-hmm. off um, like yeah it's it's a fantastic game I am very much looking forward to Endwalker though like I I keep seeing things that they they they're slowly dripping out about Endwalker, and uh, yeah, it just has me has me super excited. Right on. All right, um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. I mean, I need to finish Resident Evil because I, I have a feeling the longer I wait, the less likely I'm going to go back. Mm-hmm. To it, but uh, I feel like maybe this. Maybe this week is the week I do yeah. it. It's not a long game, though. I mean, it'll only maybe take you nine or ten hours. I think that's what it took me, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess we should just get into the news. There, There is some news this week. Um, the week following E3. Uh, I mean... There wasn't much announced at all in the E3 stuff we didn't cover, right? Uh, in in our previous episode, I mean, there was there was good Nintendo stuff. Like Nintendo had a good show, but as far as Capcom goes, that was that was a joke. Uh, yeah, 
I I have a feeling that the ESA was like, please just do something for our show. We don't care what it is. We just need to pad out the numbers. Right. I agree. Yeah, I, I E3 overall was pretty kind of lame. Like, if you removed Nintendo and Microsoft from the situation, like, that was a sad show. It, it really was. I mean, it, it just... I don't know. I just could not believe some of these publishers that said we're having a panel or a showcase or whatever and then just show nothing. Like Take-Two and Capcom, you know? And Square Enix really didn't, outside of like Guardians, like their their show wasn't that good. And, and it's like, what? You guys don't have more? Or if you don't, fine, then don't have a show. <laughs> It's just, like, I just feel like some of these events are just turning into a complete waste of time. And to the point where, like, I almost don't even really want to watch them anymore, and I'll just get the news rundown off of a website or a podcast or something. Yeah. Like, like really, seriously, like, they just feel like a waste of time almost all the time, except Nintendo and Microsoft, which they had good shows i don't know yeah it was kind of a a lame e3 and i really wonder what it'll be like next year if it's an in-person event again like and i really would hope that these publishers bring a lot more than what they brought here because that's going to be one sad fucking show if it's in person (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's it, it, I mean, I kind of expected not. I mean, we had the pandemic. Yeah. Like, that obviously slowed a lot of stuff down. So, like, you can kind of make sense of it. And, like, like I said earlier, I really do think the ESA was really stretching to try to get people to show literally anything or just to show up. Like, mm-hmm. they, they were. I have a feeling, like, maybe. Maybe a lot of these uh, publishers didn't have to pay nearly as much or at all to show up to this thing because the ESA was desperate. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, just to try to keep the the brand going. I mean, especially especially for that Take Two thing. Like, yeah. they, they had a panel. Like, they didn't really even have anything to show. They just had a panel. And that panel was just a fucking Zoom call. Like. It was yeah. a joke. It was a total joke. Or the, uh, the um, I don't know how to properly pronounce it, but the uh, Cockmedia people, like, they had, like, a two-hour show and showed, like, nothing for... They showed, like, five minutes of video games. And it was like, what are you doing? Why? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was not the greatest. And honestly... I didn't dig Nintendo's show too much, but that's only because there wasn't too much there that I felt like I was really digging. Um, I'm not a massive Metroid dude, so maybe this one will be the one, who knows, but uh, like outside of Breath of the Wild 2, I was like, eh, there's just wasn't a lot here for me, but I but I can understand. Like They, they covered a lot of different... Uh, genres and in in different types of games, so I, I totally can get why people 
uh, say it's a good show. It just there wasn't much for me. So it was really kind of just Microsoft, and that's about it for me personally. Chaos. Oh God. <laughs> Did you try that? No, demo? because I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> to be totally honest with you, I, I, I heard that game plays all right. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I've heard the same, but like that showing was so bad to me that I'm like, it I, killed okay. everything, all my excitement for that game. I feel like it was so bad that it was funny. It was. Like, it was. Like, it was. With all due respect, it was. It was a very uh, Keith trailer to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> that sort of stuff. It yeah it was not. Yeah, that Final Fantasy game did not look good. Oh man, I mean, I hope it. I hope it looks better on my screen than in a, in that screen. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I might play that game. <laughs> we'll see if I ever get a PS5. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's coming to Xbox and PC, so. Oh, yeah. Only it? only the demo is on PS5. Okay. Yeah, which is dumb, but. Yeah. Hold on. That's very silly. Uh, all right, let's get into the news. And the biggest news that we have this week is the is a date. It's the date that video games begin every year. Um, it's the release of Madden, Tyler. We have a release date for Madden, and that's, I guess, that is like the traditional video game. This is when they start date. Yeah. Uh, that's August twentieth, Madden twenty two. So August twenty. 20th is, is when the video games begin. We can, we can take a break until then, Tyler, yep. right? <laughs> Nothing to play. Uh, <laughs> except all the video games that I haven't finished. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the, the new cycle is happening. The year is progressing. We are going to have video games coming out pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes are on the cover of this game. So I'm sure that'll sell a lot. And they will both get injured because of the Madden curse. Um. Yeah. They'll just, uh, like, they'll, they'll have a game in in the middle of the season. I didn't look at the NFL schedule. Have they released a schedule Yeah, they yet? did a few months ago. I didn't really look at it. Yeah, I'm not sure if the Chiefs and the Buccaneers play. Uh, but if they do, uh, they're just, like, Mahomes and Brady are going to headbutt each other and they're going to be out for the rest of the year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, like, I'm sure this game will be Madden, <laughs> you know? Like, they're, they're promising the, the usual, like, franchises mode is going to get all these improvements. Like, okay, cool. Uh, I just feel like they literally say that every single year for this game. Um, but they want to have more like stadium atmosphere and crowd behavior and all that stuff. So that stuff could be neat, I guess. But we'll see. It's Madden. Yeah. It is. Uh, I guess sticking with EA Sports here, we have other EA Sports news. This one's about FIFA Ultimate Team. Uh, they're doing a thing, probably forced by the European Union, where they are allowing 
uh, people to look inside their Ultimate Team packs before buying them. Uh, of course, Ultimate Team is this system where you <coughs> of microtransactions where you where you buy these packs of cards that have players in them. Uh, but now, yeah, now their hand has been forced to uh, allow you to see what's inside those things. Yeah. Which is probably a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing. I wonder what it does for, like, how, how much it hurts their, their sales numbers on those things. Like, I mean, I don't particularly care if their sales numbers go down for this because, like, before it was a very predatory kind of thing where you bought a pack, you didn't know what you were going to get. Like, it could be absolute shit. Right. Yeah, and then, and then there's, you know, certain people that that just kind of triggers something in their brain and then they spend way too much money and... All that stuff, maybe if they can see inside and go, yeah, this isn't worth it, maybe that, that can help those sort of situations out. Um, so, I mean, this is just good. I mean, transparency on this this stuff is is a good thing. Um, just because this, this stuff is uh, not really fun. But like, <laughs> like loot boxes, all that stuff, I don't think they've ever made video games really fun that I can think of. So, no. even even uh, when I played a lot of Overwatch, I'm like, you know what, loot boxes aren't that bad. And uh, like, like, how many times did you open a loot box in fucking Overwatch and got fucking trash? Or in the early days of Overwatch, a bunch of duplicate shit like that. Oh, yeah. it, that stuff just sucks. And so it's it's good that they're doing kind of a preview situation for for this stuff. Uh, well, you just gave me a great transition to the... I wasn't planning on it, but speaking of previews, Tyler, you have a PS5. Are you going to join this PS5 preview program? You can sign up to beta test their firmware. Tyler, you want to risk your PS5 <laughs> that you couldn't buy another yes. one? Yes, <laughs> exactly. To participate. That, yes. that, that is my exact thoughts when I saw that. I'm like, okay, this is cool, um, but, you know... You never know what can happen with uh, these sort of updates, and I'm not going to risk that at all on my system. But it is good that you know they're doing this stuff. This is something that I don't, I don't remember if they did this for PS4 or not. I don't think they yes, did. They, they? Did. okay, okay, yeah. gotcha. Because I know like Microsoft has done this for Xbox forever. Um, so yeah, I mean it's. Ultimately a good thing, I guess, but I will not be signing up for that. Yeah, I wonder what they're looking to add. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, because there's... I can't think of, to me... Now, I know there's a bunch of stuff like folders and things like that that people want. I can't think of a lot that I want out of the PS5. Like, user experience? I mean holding down the PlayStation button to turn the console off could be a nice thing to have. Dude, that's going to break your <laughs> that's going to break your console. It, it probably man. will. You can't do yeah, that. it probably will. Um so yeah, I, I really don't know what they might add to it. It's 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 probably not a firmware thing, but they could add more the, 
uh, more cross-play between PS4 and PS5. Yep. <laughs> that would be cool. Uh, Jim Ryan has come out and said something, which usually doesn't mean much, but uh, he has words. He wants more cross-play between the PS4 and the PS5. Not necessarily with other <laughs> other consoles, but you know, within the PlayStation ecosystem. I, I, I think that's what this says, right? I mean, it doesn't make sense. They, I mean, if they're saying they want more cross-play with other consoles, I, I think Jim Ryan here is lying out of his ass based on what we know from the, from the lawsuits. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, if they wanted more cross-play, if they wanted to support more cross-play... There's a very easy thing they could do. They could stop being assholes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I, I imagine the crossplay they're talking about is within the PlayStation family or with just PC. Like, yeah. I, they, because like you said, out out of the whole Epic versus Apple sort of. Uh, documents that got out there and all that, like they did not want to do crossplay at all because they felt like they they didn't need to to do it at all, and it didn't improve their business or or anything like that. And you know, I'm not saying they're wrong on that, but it is such a great uh, pro consumer move to do it, and it keeps games alive longer, and it could keep those you know those games that. Most games that would use it probably have a lot of people in there that like to spend money on, you know, skins and all that. And, and maybe that's more money for you, even though someone else is using that on a different system. Like, you, you who knows? But um, I just find it bizarre of Jim Ryan saying this, that, you know, they support and encourage it. I just think that's a weird thing to say. And it's probably just he I highly doubt that Sony wants crossplay to keep going. Um mm. but you know, it's going to. And then they have to uh just kind of deal with it sort of thing and it's just kind of bizarre cuz I think a lot of what Jim Ryan says is total nonsense that comes out of that man's mouth personally. To me, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he, the the excuses for not doing crossplay, like that he had, like, let me say, like a year or two ago, were just utter nonsense. Like, it's that you said shit along the lines of "we want to protect our customers." Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's like it's total bullshit. Um, yeah, and like, I I don't know, like how. How they expect us not to see through that. Right, yeah. Definitely. And, yeah, I mean, crossplay's just, it's an awesome thing. I mean, if, when we've played Call of Duty and, like, you're on PC and I'm on PlayStation or whatever, I mean, and it works. Like, it's such a wild and awesome thing, and I, you know, hope it keeps going. I imagine it will, because I don't think there's any turning back now. You know, that that would just be a bad move if they did that. I mean, speaking of bad moves, Tyler, I'm going to, 
I'm going to call putting Cyberpunk 2077 back on the PlayStation Store and issuing this following warning is a bad move. <laughs> uh, so, Cyberpunk is back on the PlayStation Store, and uh, Sony has come out with this statement. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment can confirm that Cyberpunk 2077 will be relisted on the PlayStation Store starting June 21st, 2021. Users will continue to experience performance issues with the PS4 edition, while CD Projekt Red continues to improve stability across all platforms. SIE recommends playing the title on PS4 Pro or PS5 for the best experience. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Sounds like it's still not ready for the PlayStation Store, but, you know, just put it out there anyway. Yeah, right. And at least Sony's honest and just saying, like, this game's still totally fucked, so you might not want to play it on PlayStation 4. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, kind of still going at CD Projekt Red in a way of saying, like, they're, they gotta fix this game, and it's a fucking mess still. Um, so... Yeah, I I would recommend you don't buy Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven on a base PlayStation four. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and just just looking at how much of a mess it is based on uh, this long bulleted list of patch notes uh, from from the most recent patch for Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of things that they're fixing, and I imagine there's a lot more to fix if this list is. In, in one of their patches. Uh. Wow. Oh, man. It is, it is a lot. Um, and, you know, CD Projekt Red, they're, they're digging, they're, they're doing their best to get this game to where it needs to be, but I just don't think it ever will be there on a base PlayStation 4, especially in PS4 Pro. You know, well, it, that's a better experience, but it's still not going to be amazing. And so, you know, they're trying their best, I guess. Um, I just think. Yeah, maybe this. Good. Maybe this game will be playable in 2077. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, I just think if you want to play this game on a console, you are better off just waiting for that PlayStation 5 version to come out later this year. And I know PS5s are hard to find and all that stuff, you know, but um, that's, like, this game should have never been on PlayStation 4. It just should no, have been. absolutely they, not. It shouldn't have been on PlayStation 4, and it shouldn't have released until 2023. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right. And, it, yeah, it's, it's a game that should have just targeted next-gen systems and PC or released PC only at first, and... Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, we've talked so much about Cyberpunk. I mean, it's just, it's it's a wild thing. I never would have guessed it. And I've never seen a developer just completely, like, soil their reputation so quickly. Almost overnight. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. Thankfully, we will never see such a thing ever again where a developer just soils their reputation yeah. forever. I am very much looking forward to Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... Uh, but, you know, it, it is still... It is 
wild to me that this game went off the store for like seven months. That that is crazy because I thought it would have been the, just a few weeks, but no. <laughs> and that the state it's coming back in is, while better, still not necessarily. I mean, if you read into it, it's still not necessarily what Sony expects from games on their store. Correct. And especially probably a big, high-profile game like this one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but whatever. Like, the PlayStation Store has all sorts of trash on it. I saw a game that Giant Bomb played the other day called Hentai vs. Evil. Oh, God. And that doesn't belong with the PlayStation Store, but it does. Oh, is. great. Uh, great. It's basically a Unity asset for mm. uh, So One of the yeah. thousands of games like that. Yes. Um, but Elden Ring, uh, apparently the reason that this game is coming out probably sooner than we thought, considering George R.R. R. Martin's on it, <laughs> is because he actually stopped working on it a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is coming from the man himself. Uh, let's see. Where does here? Where where is the actual quote? Uh, yeah, he says it's been several years since I've last seen them talking about from software, but they would come in periodically to show me some monsters they designed or the latest special effects and cool things. But the game has been slowly developing, and now it's coming out in January, I believe. So I'll be excited as anybody else to see it. So yeah, it sounds like yeah. His contribution ended a while ago, so I mean that might explain some things about uh, his books that he's been <laughs> slow on writing. Yeah, right. Yeah, at least this is something that he's associated with that's going to get out the door. Um, mm-hmm. In in a way, I guess it, it makes sense. I mean, he kind of uh, you know partnered with From to help establish this world, write lore, and you know write stories, characters, all that stuff. And I'm sure at some point that stuff kind of gets rather set in stone and then From just kind of takes it from there and makes it happen. And, you know, it's not like he um, was hired to be like like the head writer on the game or the producer or something like that where he would be attached to the project the whole way through. I mean, it was more of like a, a partnership sort of thing. And so, I mean, it... It, it it makes a lot of sense to me that he would have been done a long time ago. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's good, though, that it's coming out. Coming out sooner than I think a lot of people probably thought. Yeah. So. January is, like, yeah, that's... That is a lot sooner than I thought. Yep. Definitely. Um, and Considering they just revealed that last year at the Game Awards, right? That's where they... Uh no well when was it? or was it E3 it was last? it was E three twenty nineteen really on, it's been that long? yeah on the Xbox stage had they just not shown anything since they correct were yes okay the, that hmm. yeah yeah they they re- pretty much put out that reveal trailer and just went totally silent until now great I love it. <laughs> I love it when they can be like, hey, we're working on a thing, and then wait and be like, hey, we're ready to release this thing soon. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Hopefully George R.R. Martin gets his fucking books out, but I doubt it. 
Yeah, I mean, he could do that, and then he could probably just retire if he wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. What do we want to talk about here? Um, <coughs> did I just did I accidentally drag something off? Yeah, I did. Oh, let's see. Let's talk about GTA Online. Um, I mean, this is in a trend. All your PS3 and Xbox 360 online server stuff is being stopped. They're going to stop supporting that stuff real soon. Uh, I think I even saw on the news, like, Halo 3 stuff is getting shut down this year as well mm -hmm. for the Xbox 360. So, yeah. Old systems. They're... The online stuff is uh, starting to shut down. Yeah, and I, what was it too recently? Like EA took down very sneakily, took down um, a bunch of Need for Speed games. Like took down yes, the servers, yeah. and you can't even buy those games anymore, too, which yeah. is a little fucked. Um, so it's not surprising at all. I mean, this is going to keep happening. Um, Especially with the PS3 360 generation where on console in particular, um, you know, online became more of a thing. And, you know, who knows how many people, like, fucking GTA 5 has sold so many copies that I really would be curious how many people are playing GTA online on a PS3 or 360 and they didn't upgrade to a PS4 or Xbox One. Like... Like, I, I would really want to know that. So maybe this doesn't, you know, affect too many people. Um, so, I don't know. They're also shutting down Max Payne 3 as well. Oh, fuck. Those servers. <laughs> Which, who knows. And, and the PS3 360 Generation 2 was the generation where multiplayer was, like, tacked on to every fucking game. And... So, some of these multiplayers, I, I really doubt a lot of people are playing them. I mean, it just... It's it's an unfortunate reality of where we're at. I have a much bigger problem when the game is totally taken off sale, or like Sony was going to do, shut down the PS3 store. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I get that those games probably aren't selling a lot of copies, but that stuff just sucks ass to do and yeah but like what is it really costing you to be able to sell those <laughs> like yeah come on sony right yeah exactly and so that i have a different problem or a bigger problem with that but online servers i mean it is it's an unfortunate reality of modern gaming you know well if you like classic gaming tyler Sega's just doing the work for you. Uh, Lost Judgment. <laughs> this story is just wild. They will have a fully playable Sega Master System within the game. <laughs> You'll be able to play Sega Master System games inside Lost Judgment. This is great. This is awesome. This is the Lord's work. Thank you, Sega. Yeah, it's, it's kind of wild <laughs> that they would put basically a console within the game to play stuff and you know, I'm curious how many games will be on it that you could play and also will it be the full experience as well for these games I, I don't know it's it's crazy I mean 
if it's like their arcades that they've done, like, it is just those full games. Like, they wow. have, like, the Virtual Fighter games in there. They have uh, some other classic arcade games. Uh, I think they had, like, Wave Racer in there. Mm. Uh, I forget which... Is it... Oh, man. Is it... Which one is the Sega one? Is it Cruisin' USA? Yes, I think so. Is that is that Sega's... Yeah. I think it is. No, that that's Midway. Oh man, there's there's another game like it. oh man. Uh Sega arcade racing game. Oh, what is it called? Oh yeah, yeah, you are right. Uh, it's Daytona. USA. Daytona, yes. Okay. Yep. But that is the one I'm talking about. The one I'm talking about is Outrun. Mm. Outrun is the game that they've had in the in the uh the Yakuza games and in judgment. Yeah. But yeah, they have like full playable versions of those games in their arcades in in the game. So yeah, I imagine like all the games they're putting for the Sega Master System that's in here are just gonna be the full games. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. Yeah. It was a really cool thing. It's it's cool to do something like that. I don't know if they did that. I feel like I gotta look this up now rather than sell you a mini Sega Master System. But I guess it... By God, a fucking Game & Watch. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, I don't know. It, it is neat. For sure. Brings those games to life a lot, too. Alright. Bringing games to life is Sony trying to uh, release a PlayStation VR successor next year. That's what they're aiming for. A new PSVR headset next year. I, I don't believe it. I think, I think it's gonna be delayed. Really? Um. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I feel like um. I don't know. Unless they they really have a plan for a lot a lot of VR games next year. I don't, I don't see a reason because I, I don't know of any VR games that are like in development or highly anticipated. They haven't even shown off anything in, like, in their, uh, what do they call it? State of plays. They haven't announced any VR games there, so... Like, maybe... Maybe they'll convince me with this state of play later this year that there's a need for a new VR headset. Um, but, yeah, I mean, apparently they're gonna aim for next year, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean... I think that they're, uh... You know, marketing of VR and VR games will definitely pick up over the rest of this year and into next year. Because I think this makes a lot of sense. Launching holiday of next year. They showed off the controllers already and stuff. So I think this, I think holiday of next year makes a lot of sense. And Will, will PS5s be available holiday of next year? <laughs> to use this VR headset with. I would hope so, and I would hope that they can make enough of these things as well. I mean, it's not like this uh, device will be like a PlayStation 5 in terms of demand, um, but hopefully they can make enough of them as well. And, and maybe that's somewhat of the case. I mean, I'm just going off pure speculation at this point, but um, maybe this could have come out this year and they're just being like there's no fucking way we can have it ready by then or have enough units so let's just push it to next year um stuff like that but then also they did um 
when they reveal the controllers, they did say that like they were going out to developers and stuff too. So who knows? Uh, I'm just totally speculating there, but I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, PS5 would be two years old at that point, and to have the next generation of VR alongside of that, I think is a is a cool thing. Yeah. I'm just curious about the price because if you're asking people to buy a $500 console and then a $400 or $500 VR headset holy shit that's a lot yeah it is a lot but like a lot of it yeah I mean I wonder if, uh, how, mu- how much of an improvement it's going to be also from the other VR mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it already sounds like it's going to be a huge improvement. I mean, they're not um, using the Move controllers, so right there, that's that's enough of an upgrade. (laughs) And uh, the single wire, like, yeah, it would be nice if it was wireless, but at least you don't need a whole box, and you'll have a mess of fucking wires and all that stuff. So, you know, it it does seem like they're, they're already heading in the right track, right direction. All right. Um, got a few more here, real quick. Uh, the medium, which was a an Xbox exclusive temporarily, is coming to the PlayStation Five uh, this September. Uh, that is September what? Third. Third. All right. Yeah, it was a neat looking little horror game. Uh, we'll. See. I still need to play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I. It, the game looked somewhat neat, but it also kind of looks boring as shit to me. So I don't know. I don't know if I'll, I'll play it, but yeah, cool. It's getting out there to other, more people. Yeah. So this is uh, a next gen only game too. Um, so like, yeah, because this game's only on Series X and PC right now, so. Don't expect this on PS4 or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, uh, we were excited. Well, I I know I was excited for a sequel to A Plague Tale Innocence. Uh, We have both yet to uh, play that. uh, Play that first game. Um, Maybe we should just wait a little bit because in July there's going to be an enhanced version for Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. Uh, and yeah, it's it's just gonna look better. It's gonna be forty four K sixty FPS. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll be able to see a lot of rats on yeah, screen. That's what I was gonna say. Those rats will will uh, look real gross when, oh, yeah. in this upgrade. So yeah, I'm I'm I think I'm definitely gonna dive into this game on PS five when it drops. Um. Because this game has always intrigued me. That sequel that was revealed at the Xbox show looked fucking cool. Like, that was a cool trailer. And um, Yeah, I I really want to dive into this. There's rumors that this is going to be one of the PlayStation Plus games for July. July 6th is a Tuesday, which is when those games drop typically the first Tuesday of the month so 
we'll yeah. see. That'd be really cool uh, if that was the case. Um, I think it'd be good for for this uh, team and franchise too to you know do some sort of partnership like that. I know this game's been on Game Pass forever as well, um, so you can't get it there. But yeah, looking forward to this. All right. Uh, the last thing we have here is an apology from uh, <laughs> a good old Uncle Pete Hines. He's sorry uh, that they aren't making games for the PlayStation 5 anymore, or the PlayStation consoles anymore. They're sorry about that. Uh, but that's that's business. That's, that's what they're going to do. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, Pete. He understand. Uncle Pete understands that the PlayStation gamers are frustrated with this, but uh, it's just the reality of the situation, man. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, if you want to play Bethesda games from now on, go get yourself an Xbox or a PC. Yeah, in. <sighs> yeah, he. So the whole quote, he said, um, if you're a big fan of stuff we make and a game that we're making is no longer available on your platform, I totally understand if you are unhappy or pissed. I get it. Those are all real feelings and frustrations. I don't know how to allay the fears and concerns of PlayStation 5 fans other than say, well, I'm a PlayStation 5 player as well, and I've played games on that console, and there's games I'm going to continue to play on it. But if you want to play Starfield, PC and Xbox. Sorry, all I can really say is I apologize. Because I'm I'm certain that's frustrating folks, but there's not a, lot, not a whole lot I can do about it. So, I, I saw this and I was like, are you serious to me? Like... Sony, someone from Sony would never, ever fucking do this or say this. Mm -hmm. And I get, like, what he's saying is, like, a very kind of real human sort of reaction in, in, in the way that he's speaking as well. Uh, but Sony would never do this. And Sony is locked down Final Fantasy, Spider-Man, Street Fighter... You know, franchises that have been uh, very much multi-platform before. And uh, so Microsoft's now doing the same thing. I get they bought a publisher. I get that there are franchises that they are now potentially taking away, like in Elder Scrolls, Doom, Wolfenstein, whatever. But it's, I mean, it sucks. I get it, but it's business and... Microsoft's got to do what they got to do, and I, I was just like, "Are you, are you serious?" Like, I, I just, I just don't, don't get that. I think it makes them look a little, little weak to me personally. Like, it is what it is uh, to me. I don't know. Eh. I mean, I don't really have any. I, it's not my place to criticize people like for for having feelings and talking about them, but uh, it's like, I mean, I, like, I'm not going to get on Pete Hines' case for, for saying that he feel that, that he, that he, at, at, like, that he feels something for, for the uh, mm -hmm. PlayStation players. Like, it, 
It's whatever. Like he, he can say he can have his opinions. Yeah. As he wants. It's not like. I mean, it's not like he, like the he could have been a rude asshole about it. He could have been like, uh, go fuck yourselves mm-hmm. and get an <laughs> Xbox or a PC. Yeah. Uh, but no, like, I mean, it's it's a weird situation. We haven't seen a publisher this big bought before, so like, this is kind of like this is kind of the first we're experiencing like a wholesale like, oh, look at this whole like fucking sack of franchises that's going one way. Like, I mean, it's it's a very weird situation for everyone. Yeah, it is. And I'm sure. And it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't even Pete. It it isn't Pete Hines' choice that to make this. Dis- to, yeah. To do this either, he wasn't the one who decided on this sale. So right. yeah, it's. Right, and I'm sure he's he's probably just as frustrated too. I mean, like, but there's there's two things to this, and and they're kind of polar opposites of each other. So one of them is kind of a devil's advocate sort of thing, but there were real rumors and reporting that Sony was trying to lock this game down and Starfield and they almost did and then Microsoft bought Bethesda and Sony has also locked down Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop I don't think Sony's not going to be apologizing to Xbox players or Bethesda's not going to be apologizing to Xbox players saying sorry guys you can't play this or, or you know or saying like i know you're frustrated but you know like it's it just it's business but at the same time like yeah sony has had deals with a spider-man a final fantasy street fighter whatever uh you know time exclusive whatever but sony has also never bought a entire publisher and rip it in right like it doesn't have the resources yeah and like rip those games away from the other players on on other platforms like it is a it is a different situation i get that but it's it's uh it's business <laughs> i mean yeah, it's, I, it's, I it's, it's i'm not big... saying that makes it right or wrong but you know it, it is kind of is what it is Good. I I, th- I think the big thing to read into this here is that this is Pete Hines coming out and saying stuff mm-hmm. like th- this is how he feels like we don't necessarily see that from Sony anymore. We don't see big Sony like executives out here out there talking about these kinds of deals in any sort of way. Like mm-hmm. I mean, th- you, j- you just don't see like interviews like this with with the Sony side of things. Yeah. Yeah. And it is cool that Bethesda, Microsoft, whoever. Uh, you want to say allows someone like Pete Himes, Pete Hines, to be as candid as he is about the situation, because um, like you're saying, most executives won't talk about this stuff at all. They're very buttoned up. They're very uh, PR with their response. Um, so that it is, it is a very kind of just down to earth um, kind of response that he's having to this stuff, and that's. You know, that's why people like Pete Hines, because, you know, he he, uh, he is more down-to-earth um, sort of guy for someone in his position, you know. And I think that's why people like Phil Spencer and stuff, too, compared to someone like Jim Ryan, who's a fucking robot, you know. <laughs> like, 
like every time I hear Jim Ryan talk, I'm like, I, I just, he might be a nice guy, I, like whatever, but on a business side, I cannot stand to listen to that guy talk. <laughs> like, it seems like at times Jim Ryan does a Google Translate of what the Japanese side of uh, Sony is telling him <laughs> and just tries to interpret that yeah. forward with whatever they say. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just, it's very kind of devoid of feeling. And, it, and it's a shame, too, because in early PS4 days, and even back to, like, PS3 days, too, with, like, Jack Trenton, like, Sony was kind of establishing some personalities, um, like Shuhei or Geo Corsi, um, Adam Boys, um, and then even, like, Sean Layden was always more down-to-earth uh, for someone that was running all of fucking PlayStation. You know, it's... But they've totally changed. Sony has. Those people aren't even there anymore. <laughs> I mean, Shuhei is, but he's in, like, a totally different role. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> all right. It, 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 yeah. Well, it, 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 the last thing I'll say, it is a, a weird thing. For sure, right now, because of, like like you said, we've never seen a publisher of this size be purchased before. I'm sure we'll get much more used to it in the coming years as we see this more and more. Um, which is why I thought it was really a power move and very important, probably, for Microsoft at their show to start with a Bethesda game and end with a Bethesda game and say, they're exclusive to our platform. And I think we'll probably kind of get used to it at some point. Um, but I think it will come back again when Wolfenstein 3 is announced. The next Doom, Elder, Soul, Elder Scrolls 6 is re-revealed or something like that. And they say that it's exclusive to Xbox, which it probably will be. Um, but those sort of cases I think will be kind of weird and this will definitely bubble up again um, uh, we'll see yeah. alrighty well that's all the news we have for this week uh, we've got things to do we've got we got, we got we got people to do and things to see is that how it goes uh, yeah <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna go do that. Um, but before we do, we have to end the show. Unless you have anything else, Tyler. I do not. No. Alrighty. Well, until next week, there are. If you need to get well, how am I going with how do, how do I want to say this, Tyler? Do I want to tell people to email us? I guess I do. <laughs> I guess I want to tell people to email us yeah. at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail dot com. We are not looking for sponsorships. We are not looking for money, at least not from uh, nut-shaving uh, <laughs> companies. I, I <laughs> uh, we get we get some weird emails sometimes, um, but yeah, email us there, PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail dot com, or via Twitter. You can send us messages there at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel it's at Plug on Vids. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. And until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and...